Hello, everyone. Merry Christmas. We are so glad to be with you today on this Christmas Eve. Glory to God. Amen. We trust you're doing well. We're doing well here in the Central Oregon area. Mm-hmm. As most of you know, the Lord's doing wonderful things, and we are so, so thankful. So thankful to have this opportunity come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And boy, this last year has just flown by, hasn't it? It really has. And the Lord's done so many wonderful things, wonderful healings and miracles. And and, uh, hopefully we're going to get those out here soon. So you can all read about them and, and see them here on our website. But trust you're having a blessed, blessed uh, Christmas Eve into Christmas, and you're going to get together with family and friends. And we want to just for the next few minutes, share some things that's on our heart about this Christmas season. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, I we trust it's going to be a real great blessing to you. Uh, there's so many different things that can be said here. Some people don't celebrate Christmas because they think, well, it's a pagan holiday. And why should we do that? And they go and retreat into a place all by themselves. And Really, you know, the essence of Christmas is uh, family and friends. And really, this is the time of the year where even the world celebrates Christmas. Really not many times even knowing the full depth and degree of what really Christmas means. And uh, today, so we're going to share just a little bit from the Word of God, as always, uh, about Christmas. And we want to share particularly on the light of salvation, the light of salvation. And we want to read a few scriptures here uh, in uh, John chapter 1, but I'll remind you of one of our favorite scriptures uh, in Proverbs chapter 4, where it says, but the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Mm -hmm. And the next verse goes on to uh, differentiate and contrast the light versus those that are walking in darkness. And it says about those that are in darkness, it says the way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. Well, you see that contrasted there. And as we look at the scriptures, uh, the Bible tells us the wicked, uh, their way is as darkness, and they don't even know what they're stumbling about. And God has given us light, and the Bible tells us about that. And it's so important for us as Christians in this time, this hour in which we're living, Jesus is coming soon. And thank God he came 2,000 years ago in that uh, in that time period to where the fullness of time had come, as the book of Galatians says. But our path as Christians is to get brighter and brighter unto that perfect day, the day that we see the Lord Jesus Christ face to face. And uh, that's too, not too many days off. I believe. And uh, his word is so true, but the Bible tells us so much about light. And uh, again, back to John chapter one, it says, most of you are very familiar about this, uh, but it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The word was God. And the word was what? With God in the beginnings, it says there in verse Two, it says the same was in the beginning with God. Jesus Christ, the incarnate, came as God manifested in the flesh. And the scripture goes on to talk about how nothing was made that was made. Everything that we see around us was made by none other than the Lord Jesus Christ. And as we go on to read there in verse four, it says, and the light shineth in darkness 
and the light shineth in darkness, and the life was the light of men. The life, in other words, his life, his essence, who he who he was, who he came to represent. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Praise yeah. God. But that life that was in him was, as the Bible says, the light of men, the light of men. Mm-hmm. And he goes on to say in verse 5, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. That's right. It didn't comprehend it. That's very important because we see the world in which we're living in right now. You're as a light, as a Christian, in a dark place. Mm-hmm. That's what Jesus was when he came. He came and emitted the light of heaven, the light of God. Right. And what light is? Well, the scripture says here that life that was in him was the light of men. And it shined into the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Mm-hmm. It didn't comprehend it. So this is, as it goes on in verse 9, and says, the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, the world was made by him, and the world knew him not, the scripture says. But, verse 12 says, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. So, We see, if you go on and read there down in verse 14, it says the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And most everyone knows some about the Christmas story, about Jesus being born of a virgin. It's a very important basic doctrine. And one of the tenets of our Christian faith is Jesus was God incarnate in flesh. Mary, seated by the Holy Ghost, conceived of the Holy Ghost, Praise God. And so he was born and he was able to be our perfect substitute. And many times in this time of the year, we talk to people even recently that this is a time of year when so many times people are depressed. Uh, They feel lonely and God doesn't want you to feel that way. And he wants us to be able to reflect who Jesus is by the love that we share. That's right. As a believer, when Jesus lives inside of us. We have that light to share to the world. And I so much appreciate, we were just talking about this the other day, that when a person is contemplating or they're, you know, they're being depressed or oppressed and, or maybe this is not the best time of the year for them. It brings back perhaps not very good memories, Mm -hmm. or maybe they can't be with their family, but there's something we can do about that because Jesus lives on the inside of us. And we're supposed to let our light shine before men. This world is darker than the situation that you're going through. When we go through the valleys, when we go through uh, the places that seem like the storms of life are coming against us, Jesus has brightened our path. He has caused us to have hope eternal and to have answers by the Holy Ghost. And that's what we have as a believer. And this mm-hmm. world needs to have what you have on the inside of you. And I appreciate what Matthew says here. And in chapter 5, it says, Jesus is talking. And he says, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. And rejoice. Or he says, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. See, the devil wants to cause us to put our light under a bushel. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this light, which is Jesus is the light. And because he's living inside of us, it's like you can put a light inside of a, I have a a little snowman 
and I can set a tea light in there. And there's holes within the snowman. So if I, when I light that candle or put a tea light in there, guess what happens? The light is illuminated and shines forth out of that little snowman because there's holes and that light will shine forth through those holes. So Jesus living on the inside of us shines out of us for the whole world to see. And I appreciate that when he says in verse 16, he says, well, he goes on to say in verse 15, but he says, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. Why? The light will go out. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. But you put but put it on a candlestick and giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. Yes. Just like Job, when he prayed for his friends, the captivity of Job was turned. He got his eyes off of himself, even when he was going through things and turn up because there's so many other people that could be hurting worse than us. And Jesus wants us to shine forth our light and he wants to sh- us to shine bright. And, um, I was thinking about the, the, the flashlight that our son got. It's, um, it's a candelia, um, candela, candela. Thank you. Flashlight. It has a hundred and thousand loom. So it, I mean, you can see 200 yards off with this flashlight and not just see, but you can make out what is 200 yards away from you. And you talk about the brightness of that flashlight being able to shine forth. It's like, he's, he's so amazed by it. And so are we, because he was showing us the other night and I said, wow, you can make out 200 yards away. What is in the, what's in the darkness. Mm-hmm. And just like Jesus wants us to shine bright and shine forth for the world to see, but then for us personally, we can see what's ahead of us. Yes, we can. Our path is clear. And and that path that he's put us on, the path of the just, is as a shining light that shines more and more. So in other words, it's to get brighter and brighter. That's right. Not dimmer and dimmer. The path of the wicked is not so. And when we look at the crux of the light of salvation coming. And this time of year, as you said a moment ago, hon, so many people are depressed. So many people are oppressed. You see so many people uh, that do compliment or contemplate rather suicide. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad. And this time of year, this is really the time where we need to really reach out to other people right. and realize we're not to be an island unto ourselves. And to be very sensitive to the Holy Spirit when he's trying to get us to speak to people, mm-hmm. uh, gatherings with other people, just trying to look around and, and see, do you have friends? Do you have coworkers? Do you have people to be able to get together with them if you know that they're going to be alone? And as a Christian, it's that coming together, uh, and helping people and show on them the love of Christ. It's being with other people and allowing what's on the inside of you mm-hmm. to be emitted from you. That's right. And and that's why when the Bible tells us that the, the world didn't comprehend the light of Jesus, that the world didn't understand it, the world did not receive it, mm-hmm. okay? And well, guess what? As many as received him as many as received him. So people in this world, that's what God wants them to do is to receive him. And that's why the scripture tells us that as many as received him to them, gave he power to become the sons of God. 
So the first thing we think about in the light of salvation is that light existed before the beginning. That means Jesus, before the beginning of what we think of as time, before this world ever existed, Jesus existed. And Jesus has always been light. But that light came into a fallen world to bring change to that world. And I'm so glad he did. So even as the scripture says there in Colossians 1.17, it says, and he is before all things. He is before all things. Mm -hmm. He is before all things. And by him, all things consist. Well, all things were created by Jesus Christ. So he came into this world and guess what? He created the light in which we see with right now. But the light he was talking about, the light being the light of all men, he's talking about spiritual light. He created natural light, but yet when the Bible's talking here about this light, it's a spiritual light. It's an illuminated path that we have the ability to walk on to receive light about God's existence, about creation, about salvation, Mm -hmm. and the plan that God has for mankind. That is important to know. Secondly, the light of Jesus Christ reveals man as he is apart from him. Remember the scripture says there in 1 John 1, 5, it says, and the light shineth in the darkness. Mm -hmm. The light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Okay, so man has to see who he is. Man has to find out, and God tells us exactly who he is. He see so many times people think, honey, and and we see this and talking to people that uh, just being a good person, uh, being a religious person, uh, doing good deeds, uh, those type of things make us right in the sight of God. Well, we know better. You know better. Most of you right listening today, you know way better than that, that it's not the good deeds that we do unto the Lord that save us. That's right. The Bible tells us by grace are we saved through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, And and just having a religious experience, as some people think, just uh, uh, I'm seeking God in my own way. No, the light of God comes from his word. That's right. Well, before we found Jesus, we were in darkness. That's what Colossians 1, 12 says, or one, I should say 1, 13. It says, who hath, talking about our father God, he has, he's the one has delivered us from the power of darkness and hath Mm -hmm. translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. What is there in the kingdom of his dear son? Light, life. Jesus is the life. He is the way. He is the truth. And I really believe in this day and age, there's so many people that are hungry after truth. They don't even know what they're seeking after, but they know they're seeking after something that has truth to it and substance to it. And God says, if he be lifted up, he'll draw them into himself. And I believe God's drawing people into himself as we have for, for labors to be sent to this dark world, into this lost and dying world. We are lifting up the name of Jesus wherever we go with truth, with the gospel tracks, we have magnets and banners that, but the point is, is that lifting up the name of Jesus and people see the difference between light and darkness that, oh, there's truth and there's error. There's truth and then there's deception. And then Jesus is the one 
that is, is the light the of the world. He is. He's the way. He is the truth. He is the life. And that's where all the answers come from. That's right. He's the that's answer right. for everything. And you think about this time, the light of salvation coming, the joyous event of the Lord Jesus coming into this world, and how uh, Gabriel came with the great announcements. Yeah. The shepherds uh, saw, I bring good the tidings. wise men saw. I mean, it, there was a supernatural invasion of the light of God, the truth of God into this world mm-hmm. and to forever change uh, what would be available to all of humanity. Humanity would be able to come back into the presence of God because of a relationship they could have with him through his son, the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Not only have that relationship restored, but have that fellowship once again, communing with our, with our father, God, Amen. our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans five tells us that God commended his love towards us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So the Lord did this all on his own, Mm -hmm. him and his son Mm -hmm. and the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. He commended his love. So Christmas is about the coming of love. Mm -hmm. This time is the coming of love. So when we're giving gifts to other people, Mm -hmm. being kind to other people, when we're behaving as a Christian should in sharing the love of Christ by the way that we act and the way that we give to other people, of ourself in selflessness, then we're really reflecting that light that's come into this world, into our life, and we're showing that forth to other people around us. But he commended that love, and then it was the thing that Paul brought out that we joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ because we've received the atonement. We've received of the plan of redemption, praise God. And thank God that it was in this plan that we were able to be a partaker of the free gift of salvation. Mm-hmm. It's a free gift, but you can know all about this. And so much of the world still, they get time off of work, not because they're going to celebrate the coming of Jesus, but because, well, the, the company takes it off. It's a national holiday, Christmas. Well, but it's deeper than that. Sometimes we can take for granted that other people really know the real Christmas story, and they've actually themselves personally received the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, as the as the Bible tells us, it says, as many as received him, we have to receive him. Yes. We have to receive him, and we don't ever want to take for granted that people have had their own encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ himself. I love the scripture there in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, where it says, in, in, in starting in verse 4, it says, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. See, they're blinded. They may celebrate Christmas by having the day off from work, but that doesn't mean that they've received the Savior. It doesn't mean they've received the plan of redemption because it's a personalized thing. So Satan's blinded the minds of those that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them, the Bible says. Mm -hmm. And he goes on in verse 6 and says, For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. This is what you love. Yes. For it's God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light. Now get this to give the light of the knowledge, 
to give the light of the knowledge. Mm -hmm. See, we have light. Yes. That's why as Christians, it's so important for us to endeavor to walk in the light that we've got. If we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, right? So, And he gives us more light. light. And that's right. And whenever we endeavor to walk in that light, he'll give us more light. Praise God. But he commanded the light to shine out of darkness, out of darkness. And he hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. Praise God. In the face of Jesus Christ. And Paul tells us, uh, talking to Timothy, Timothy, his son in the faith, uh, he said uh, to not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. And we have to believe God for open doors when we get around friends and loved ones, as many as you, as many of you will be doing here uh, today or tomorrow or within this next week. Mm-hmm. It's important for us to realize that we have a testimony. You have a testimony. And I love that there in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 8, where he tells him to not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, the testimony of our Lord coming. And praise God, if you read down to verse 10, it says, but now hath made manifest by the appearing of our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light. Mm Mm-hmm to light. You get that? Through the gospel. So it's the gospel message. The gospel message is simple. Man sinned. He needed a substitute. The Savior had to come. The light of salvation sprang forth 2,000 years ago. That's right. And you have something to share as a Christian. If you've been born again, you've got something to share with people. Pray to God that you'll have an opportunity to share with them. Amen. And remember this too, that you're, there's an anointing on your testimony to share with other people. And even if you've been saved all your life, then guess what? You have a great testimony to share with people because you know what Jesus has done for you. If you walked mm-hmm. with the Lord all since you were a child and you've come to the knowledge of that truth, you still have something to share. Yes, you do. And it says there in Revelation 12, 11, it says that, you know, and they overcame him. Who's him? The devil by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Well, we are not afraid of death because Jesus has taken the sting out of death. But the point is you have an anointed testimony to share with people. And because of that anointing, when you're sharing it, a lot of times you feel the Holy Ghost, you sense the Holy Ghost, you sense that anointing as you are sharing once again with someone that needs to hear, or you're sharing with another sister or brother, perhaps they don't know about your testimony or what the Lord's done for you. And we need at this time, this is such a wonderful time to look back on the year, mm-hmm. reflect everything that God's done for us and brought us out of or kept us from. Yes. And I'm so grateful. Of We can look and say, hey, is the cup half empty or is it half full? Well, you mm-hmm. know what? It is halfway full. But it's going to keep filling to overflowing. Because why? Because it shineth more and more. God's about increase and multiplication. Yes. And the best for believers (laughs) is yet ahead. It's it's right in front of us. Yes, it is. We're almost 2023. But at this time right now, we wanted to say Merry Christmas to you. Yes. Merry Christmas. Share a little bit about the light of salvation. For you your testimony, and we want to pray with you right now that the Spirit of God would move so in your life over these next few days 
that any gatherings that you're a part of, you'd be able to share what the true meaning of this time of the year of Christmas is. Amen. And Father, we do right now, we pray for all of those with us today. And we pray, Father God, that you would move upon them in a mighty way and open up doors that they'd be able to share with other people your love, your coming, and the light of life that you made available to all people. Lord, help every person with a fresh measure of boldness to be able to speak up in the timing that you give to them. And Father God, we thank you that the things that would be done and the things that would be said would bring glory to you. Yes, Lord. And people would come into the kingdom of God in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. Merry Christmas again. Merry Christmas, everyone. And uh, we'll uh, be uh, in communication here more and more in the days ahead. We're, right. We feel like we're just getting rolling here <laughs> in Central Oregon, but uh, a lot of great things are happening. Yes. Healings. Oh, my, 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 my. And uh, I'll tell you, 2023 is going to be an exciting year. Yes, but we appreciate you praying for us for you. and all of your support and helping. And uh, we couldn't do it without you. And we want you to know that God loves you. We love you. And uh, great things are in store ahead. Amen. Amen.